0: are we on the air man 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 like i think i'm getting really tired on showing up to y'all like this on days like this days that we could have done a lot better in our lives but we have gotten to a situation as of this you know it's a great it's a great thing to come in in 2024 Amazing. You know, you're walking in 2024, brand new year, brand new things. We're supposed to start off with excitement, with some refreshing excitement. But again, just like this is probably the last episode that I'm going to do this year about it because it was the last game. Hint. (laughs) Y'all, the Pittsburgh Steelers have again, I'm going to put this in, have again shot themselves in the fucking Foot, bro. Let's talk about something. Uh, the playoffs passed this week. If you guys don't know what the playoffs are, it is the single eliminations. Get the fuck out of town. If you don't win today, grab your ticket to fucking Cancun because you ain't playing no more football this fucking year. That type shit happened this weekend. The first round, I should say. The semifinals is next week. And after that, it's the Pro Bowl, then the Super Bowls happen. So, crazy that so much upsets happened that I thought that my team, Pittsburgh was going to do you know a lot better allow me to tell you how the playoffs started and we'll go from there the very first like every single one of these playoff games had like a storyline fucking thing that you can make about it the very first way that we started it off was uh the Cleveland Browns versus the Houston Texans now That's a perfect storyline because that's old school versus new school. Joe Flacco behind the motherfucking Browns. Uh, CJ Stroud behind the motherfucking Texans. You know, a brand new quarterback that is energizing this fucking team and this retired quarterback that they got off of a motherfucking couch. He was just watching his kids, watching the games on his couch. They called him up. They're like, yo, man, do you want to come back? Homie was like, yeah, bro, I'm with it. They got him off of his couch. Homie was taking mid-game naps. If you like, go back, watch some of the scenes. Uh, Joe Flacco is on the side, like you know, like between fucking plays and stuff. Like he's just taking naps, just like this. It could be heroin. You know, it wouldn't be the Lomaids Asylum show, like if we're not throwing some outlandish shit out the window like that. It could be heroin. So let's make sure to give Joe Flacco a drug test and make sure that it's not heroin and it's just fatherhood catching up with this guy. Um, he played the Texans. You thought that it would be a very close games, but CJ Stroud said, I'm to spank you back to your couch, my guy. He sat him. He sat Flacco back right on his motherfucking couch. He said, nah, G, take a seat. Let me make it to the semifinals and see what the fuck the Ravens are talking about. That's right. The Cleveland Browns lost to the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans next week on Sunday are playing the Baltimore Ravens. That's going to be a very good game because it's going to be a rookie quarterback again You know that is energizing his team playing the number one fucking seed team in the whole fucking NFL. So this is the best way to challenge yourself in any way because it's still a win for C.J. Stroud, I think so. Even if he loses, he learned something. He made it all the way to the motherfucking semifinals. You know, next year he can take that in, digest that, do whatever he wants to with that will. Now, if he does win, nigga, you beat the Baltimore Ravens to get to the Super Bowl. That's a story within itself. And if he makes it to the Super Bowl, I'm not going to lie to you. I think CJ Stroud got it. Um, I'm not a Niners fan. I am—I I absolutely cannot be a Niners fan. Um, I got some homies that are diehard Niners fans, and I absolutely love them and adore them. But I feel like Again, this is my opinion, y'all. Please don't hate me for it. I feel like 60% of Niners fans just became Niners fans in the last, like, 10 years. And, like, they grew up liking other teams. But in the last 10 years, while, like, the team got this, like, you know, cool color scheme, now they're wearing black and red. They're not wearing that ridiculous-ass gold anymore that Goldust used to wear. Um... Since they're wearing that, like since they're playing better, you know, Jimmy G went over there. I think all these people jumped on this just 49ers bandwagon game. And these are the same people that are the ones hating on Taylor Swift. These motherfuckers that don't know anything about football are the ones hating on Taylor Swift. At least Taylor Swift goes to fucking football games. Like she doesn't just watch it in bars and shit. All right. Like at least T-Swift is in these games. Skybox at that. I don't care if she's not paying for it. At least she's there. Fuck it. Get your money up. <laughs> um, that's a perfect segue. T Swift. Our second game was the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. Now, what makes this a great storyline thing? Because Tyreek Hill went back to Arrowhead. The Chiefs to see if he can make it to the semifinals. Tyreek Hill was the number one receiver for the Chiefs for the longest. And out of nowhere, um, they were doing so good. Everything was going well. And he just told Mahomes, Peace the fuck out, my nigga. I'm going to Miami. Like, I'm going to go hang out with the Dolphins. I'm going to go see what the Dolphins do. Now, I love, like, there's great, you know, um, sports banter. People like to. Um, Be very competitive in a lot of things. And I really enjoy that in a lot of people. Why? Because uh, someone from the Chiefs team told the Dolphins, hey, the Dolphins can't swim in cold weather. And that means that you are coming to a cold-ass place and we about to lay it down on you. The Dolphins went down to Kansas City Chiefs. And, yep, Chiefs did exactly that. They did a very mediocre like it was like a half ass kick ass, but like they still got the job done. Like it's like two friends that were like tipsy and then they started like, you know, fisticuffing like, you know, because like they're not really throwing punches because these motherfuckers are tipsy and shit. Um, you know, but they think that they're doing something and one homie like does this weird like um, like kind of like throw on the other homie like he throws him down on the floor. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Hold on. I was parched but it was crazy yo two games like that um one was a blowout one was very close uh the Chiefs won that one I thought like we as Pittsburgh Steelers were gonna blow out the bills I was like yo man I'm ready for our team The Detroit Lions and the LA Rams come on right after that. I'm like, oh my God. The Detroit fucking Lions never made it to the motherfucking Super Bowl. The Rams are trying to make it back. It's Matt Stafford playing his old former team. What the fuck is gonna happen? The Detroit Lions chewed the fuck out of the Rams. That's right, they hunted some Rams. The Lions won that fucking hunt, successful. Went home with a motherfucking bacon, Uh, goat bacon. Beria, motherfucker <laughs> um but yeah they they absolutely i think they won by one too but the thing is they never made it to the super bowl if they do make it that's amazing they are the underdog team of this fucking season um So that happened. I'm like, oh shit. One more day until my fucking team plays. One more day until my team plays. I was going to watch them play Saturday, but no motherfuckers uh, in um, the governor in Buffalo stopped that because there was a curfew at nine o'clock because there was a snowstorm happening that fucking bad. They paid people $20 an hour to go shovel snow before the game people were out there shirtless having the time of their lives bro that shit was fucking crazy but um all this shit's happening i'm like yo it's gonna be a great ass day uh you know the day of came uh on instagram uh the buffalo bills Uh, posted a picture of their stadium it was clear and green there was snow in the seats of course but the stadium or the 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 fucking um the field itself was green like it was ready to uh, get played on now i was like oh man it's about to happen we got on the motherfucking field the pittsburgh steelers we were three and out on the first one um we fumbled the second one We were three and out on the second one. We were three and out on the fourth one. We intercepted at that same time while we did those five things, Bill scored on us three times. 21 skunk. All right, after that, bro, like I think we should have threw the motherfucking towel in, but Mason Rudolph started clicking again with the um, receivers. I just personally, in my eyes, George Pickens was playing one hell of a game, but my nigga kept sliding everywhere. Like it seemed like he didn't fucking know what the fuck his cleats were. I know that they were playing in snow, but this motherfucker should have wore better cleats. This is a game for that. He got mad at the end, throwing his helmet on the fucking side, asking for a fucking uh, pass interference. Get on better cleats. It could fucking help you. It's fucking crazy, mate. He didn't do that, but it's it's all good. Now. Najee Harris played good Jalen Warren played good our defense was playing sloppy Joey Porter was taken out at the end while some dude on the Buffalo Bills like low-key x-ray snapped like snap broke his neck he pushed it down so fucking hard that like it looked like he really broke his neck is that fair to Joey Porter no were we playing sloppy still yes am I still making excuses for the Pittsburgh Steelers no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say "Uh, yes and do this, but I can not do that. It wasn't working at the right time. But yeah, y'all, one hell of a fucking way. 17 weeks of us trying to claw into the playoffs. One fucking one.